This is Real Estate Rookie, episode 180. My name is Ashley Kerr, and I am here with my co-host, Tony Robinson. And welcome to the Real Estate Rookie Podcast, where we focus on those investors at the beginning of their journey. So maybe you haven't done a deal, maybe you've done a deal or two and you're looking to scale. Either way, this is the podcast for you. So Ashley Kerr, my my co-host, what's going on? Not much. I have uh, my little assistant, Remington James, here next to me. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see a little bit of his cute little face. But uh, <laughs> he's patiently waiting um, until it's time to go to the movies tonight to see Sonic 2. Oh, okay. I love that. Yeah. Sonic 2. I haven't seen that. I, no, is that with Jim Carrey? Is it, isn't it? he in Sonic? He's in it. Yeah. He's in the first okay. one. So he's probably in the second uh, one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. I love that. Um, well, yeah, what else is going on, Ash? What you got? What's going on in the business? What, what's new? Yeah, how's the I don't MCL? Know. How's the ACL? Um, it's doing good. I got it like straightened out right now, trying to get it straighter over time. Um, yeah. I'm going to physical therapy a lot. My physical therapist has become my best friend, who's <laughs> like the only person I see every day, but um, yeah, yeah. it's so going slow but going good i have one more week left on crutches and then i can at least ditch the crutches and go on uh, or just have my brace on and i'll have that on for about another four weeks so all right well there you go progress yeah 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 and what about you are you uh doing well after getting over your uh competition are you uh splurging what's I am. what's your I've diet been... look like these days <laughs> my diet has literally been everything though actually i'm, I'm eating you know, pizza, uh, cereal, like I'm rebounding real, real hard and heavy, but we, uh, we got another show planned for August. Um, so I got a couple of weeks off and I'll start kind of ramping up for that next show. So, uh, if you guys want to follow along on that journey, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tony J Robinson. And if you want to follow Ashley along in her, uh, her recovery, she's <laughs> at well from rentals on, on Instagram as well. Um, but speaking of Instagram, today's question actually comes from my DMs. So if you guys want to get your question uh, featured on the show, you can get active in the Real Estate Rookie Facebook group, uh, get active in the Bigger Pockets forums, or you can slide into the DMs. Maybe Ash and I will, uh, will pick your question. Are current interest rates making you depressed about cash flow? What if it didn't have to be that way? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate where the average cash flow is over $900 per month. They also have options where you can put as low as 5% down on multiple investment properties with no PMI. Rent to Retirement is the nation's leading turnkey investment company that understands what it takes to be successful in today's dynamic real estate market. Their reputation speaks for itself with more five-star reviews than any other company on the Bigger Pockets website. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence in the markets that offer the best returns. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. Remember when you had to pay to get a lead's phone number? It was like the dark ages. Until Deal Machine made skip tracing a thing of the past. Now, with your Deal Machine plan, you'll get unlimited access to phone numbers and contact information for no extra cost. That's right. Get high-quality, reliable information trusted by leading financial institutions, all fully compliant with the federal do-not-call list. 
Explore over 150 data points, including age, gender, marital status, occupation, and a ton more. Trust me, this is the data you need for off-market deals. With new filters, people flags, and color-coded phone numbers, lead management just got a ton easier. Ready to step up your investing game? Sign up for a Deal Machine plan today and gain immediate access to this unlimited treasure trove of contact information and phone numbers. Just head to dealmachine.com BP. Transform your lead generation and deal-making strategies with Deal Machine. Sign up today and start exploring the unlimited possibilities at dealmachine.com BP. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that I turned one of my first homes into an Airbnb? It's true. And it even helped me get the extra income I needed to launch my real estate career. So if you want to try your hand at making even more income with your property, Airbnb is the place to be. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's question comes from Rodney Hill. And uh, Rodney's question is, uh, there is one question that stumps me. People say you can do your first deal with no money down. Yet others say you need 20% down payment. I live in Tampa and a 20% down payment is between 30 to $60,000. But an investor gave me advice to just get $25,000 saved up and then I should be able to do my first deal. So I don't know if that makes sense or if it's gibberish, but my question is, should I save 25 to 60K for a down payment on my first rental? Or is there a way I can get into a rental with less than 25% down? Um, so what, what are your thoughts, Ash? Well, I think this is a great question for you, just talking about the vacation loan. So if he wants mm-hmm. to do, uh, you know, long distance investing or what is kind of the rule on that 10 or not 10, um, like two hours away from your primary or. Yeah, typically I think go into that uh, first, because I think that's like the first thing that pops into my head is that vacation loan mortgage. And you know that better than I do. Yeah, totally. So it's uh, yeah, the second home or or vacation home mortgage. um, It's a 10 percent down payment. Um, There are some restrictions. So you have to be or the property that you're buying, the second home has to be, I think, typically like 60 ish miles at least away from your primary residence. You cannot have more than one in the same geographic area. So if you buy one in Tampa, you can't buy a second one in Tampa. Um, and then you have to use the property for personal use, typically for at least 14 days out of the year. So as long as you're able to check those boxes, they're able to then rent that property out on sites like Airbnb and Verbo um, when you're when you're not using it. Now, interest rates on those loans used to be almost in lockstep with uh, primary residences. Now we're seeing them to be about a point higher. Um, there's been some changes in, in kind of how the, the government is regulating those. But, um, you know, we've scaled a lot of our portfolio using the, the 10% down second home loans in different markets. Yeah. The second thing that would come to mind for this is seller financing. So mm-hmm. talking with the seller where you don't have to put down a huge down payment and you can put down a smaller down payment. And it's not like they need to keep that mortgage for you, hold that mortgage for you for 30 years. You can make a balloon payment or make it callable in a year, a couple years, enough time that you can add some value to the property and then go to a bank and refinance all of your money out, kind of just doing mm-hmm. the burst strategy. But instead of bringing your own cash or money from a personal line of credit, you have, um, you're having the seller hold the mortgage for you. So a couple of ways to actually approach that with a seller is to say to them, I know, have you uh, thought about seller or have you talked to your CPA or accountant at all about seller financing? And often they will say, no, I haven't. And 
You can say, oh, okay, I just didn't know because of all the tax advantages. If you wanted to maybe talk to them, I'd be interested in doing that too. And that usually at least gets the wheels turning on the seller mm-hmm. to have that conversation with their CPA because your their CPA is going to be your best friend because they mm-hmm. are going to say, yes, it is an advantage because instead of taking this lump sum of $200,000 in one tax year, the amount of money you're taxed on is going to be spread out over those payments that you're getting over three years or however long they're going to, to hold the seller financing. So if you look at the income tax brackets, you're, as you increase your income each year, you're taxed at a higher rate. So if you're taxed, if they're only getting, you know, 50,000 of that in the first year, they may only be taxed 15%. If they're going to be, they get that whole 200,000, then maybe they're going to be taxed. I don't know. I don't even know what the tax brackets are right now. 35% or whatever. (laughs) I'm winging it. I I actually was on a call the other day. I had someone look it up while I was talking about the same thing. But um, so you have your accountant or have their accountant or CPA sit down with them and talk to them about the tax advantages of doing seller financing. So I think that's a, a second great option too. Yeah. I think a third option, I mean, there's so many options, right? Right. And I think that that's the beauty of real estate, but a third option is find a partner that does have the capital. Mm -hmm. And I know the, the, the initial rebuttal to, to find a partner is, well, I don't know anybody. And luckily for you, it costs nothing to go out and meet people, right? So Rodney, if you go to your local real estate meetup, if you get active on the Bigger Pockets uh, forums, if you get active in the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Rookie Facebook group, and you start networking with people and saying, hey, here are the kind of deals that I'm looking for. And you start finding out if there is anyone that will be interested in those deals, but they don't have the time, desire, and ability uh, to manage that property, or maybe if it's a rehab, to manage the rehab, identify what value you can bring to that person. And then maybe there's a way that you guys can work together. We, We have interviewed guest after guest after guest that has done something similar where there's someone that has the capital, but they don't have the time, desire, and ability to find the deal, manage the rehab, manage the tenants, do all the things that come along with actually turning that property into a solid investment. So build your network, find good deals, and see if you can provide value in that way. I think that that's how you've built a lot of your business is taking advantage of that where you are the experience you have, Mm -hmm. you can manage the properties, you can get the properties, you know, everything. And then your partners are the ones that are coming with the money and leaning on you for all of those qualities, all those traits, all that whole skill set. And for my first property and even for the first several properties, I took on a money partner and that was how I got started was just partnering with someone. And we actually did an LLC together where we were partners. Mm-hmm. And I think that scares a lot of people. It's like, oh, I don't want to be like tied into a business with someone. But Tony, you structure your b- partnerships with a joint venture agreement where there's a lot mm-hmm. less liability. So I think that's another option too to look at is you're not having to open a bank account with this person. You're not having to file a tax return together, all these different right. things. You can do the joint venture agreement, which keeps you a lot more separate and you don't have that. You're not tied together so much, especially when it's your first deal you're doing together. Yeah. So Roddy, there, there, there are so many ways that you can go about getting that first investment without having to come up with the capital yourself. Um, so hopefully some of the, the things that Ash and I pointed out today is some, some actionable advice for you and for all the other rookies that are listening, but um, just start taking action, man. Uh, build that network, start networking and seeing who, uh, who you can find that might be able to help you and, and you be able to help them. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. 
I'm Ashley at Wealth From Rentals and he's Tony at Tony J. Robinson. And we'll see you guys next time. The market is changing and finding your way can be tricky. Rates shift, headlines whirl, but your goal hasn't changed. You want financial freedom. And the best investors know it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. If you're ready to get into the real estate investing game or take your game to the next level, finding an investor-friendly agent is your next step. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in minutes. Just head to biggerpockets.com slash deals, enter a few details about what and where you want to buy, and boom, instantly match with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. There's free resources only available at biggerpockets.com slash deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com slash deals. That's biggerpockets.com slash deals to find your investor-friendly agent today. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.